Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from our Pensacola studio. And I have on the other side of uh, the computer lines with me, I guess, or the, the, the Wi-Fi. We'll call it Wi-Fi today. Uh, uh, Miss <laughs> Tammy, and I don't want to um, say it wrong, so I believe it's pronounced Locke. Correct. It is. And yes, and spelt perfect. spelt um W A I mean W L O C H. So yep. what uh, what is that? It's Ukrainian. My husband is uh first generation Ukrainian. So oh, yeah. Very cool. It's a well, great name because you know I always know when it's a telemarketer calling me. <laughs> yeah, because I can't <laughs> pronounce it right. So uh exactly. my my last name is the same way I have a, a long O and uh so it's Hofert and then the, they would always say Hoffert. So that's when you know that they don't know mm-hmm. you or they're not supposed to be calling. So that's a, that's a good strategy. Um, yeah. so, uh, social digital media, um, you hang out in uh, Facebook all day, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> Way you more don't get than chastised the average for it. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Between Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, I'm always connected somewhere. Very cool. All right. So give me the, uh, the skinny, like how'd you get into all this? So I've been actually in marketing for um, over 15 years. And um, at some points, it was the highlight of what I was doing. Um, I owned two retail bridal stores and um, it was 15 years ago and it was kind of a free for all as far as digital media was going on. So I started running email campaigns when I was the only one showing up in people's mailboxes. And we did, I built my own website from the start. And so I kind of got in on the ground floor and just continued to build because um, I had my own budget and I let myself try all kinds of great stuff to figure out what would work and what wouldn't work. Um, Also worked with my great friend, Susan, on a bunch of projects for her. So over the course of that 15 years, I did a lot of things, but there was always the basis of marketing revolving around. And then a couple of years ago, um, we just kind of got together and her firm is amazing and has served clients like Office Max and Sears and Regal Cinemas, and she didn't have someone full-time doing digital social media. So we merged our companies and now we encompass pretty much a full service marketing firm. So that's how I got to today. Yeah. So, so very neat, by the way, and and very cool to adapt and flow with the market. That was very smart. Uh Um, Do you think everybody needs a full-time social media guru? It's almost like a personal assistant these days, right? You just have to have one. Yeah. Well, I guess it just depends as a business owner or a business leader, how much time you want to devote to social media, because as anyone who's tried it knows, it's not a part-time gig. It really <laughs> is kind of all encompassing. And it's not so a fad. We're kind of, yeah, yeah, we're kind of there to step in and write content for them and identify who they're talking to and what they should be saying. And then of course, to back everything up with a paid campaign, because as many people are seeing, organic just does not cut it anymore on uh, Facebook, especially. Well, and they keep changing their algorithm on you too, so uh, yes. so that they can spend more money, right? Exactly. Yep. I mean, they've taken all this time to build up the number of people in there, and now they need to sell ad space, and it's incred- incredibly effective. Yeah, it it sort of uh, works, and they they do control the uh, the flow 
Um, Thank you. So I have found that uh, those that are versed in the social media world these days are kind of like the stock tip brokers of the old days. It's like everybody kind of needs one under their wing that they can pick up the phone and call and be like, hey, what's the newest, greatest uh, thing to be doing? So you're you're sort of in that world, aren't you? I mean, you've got you've yeah. got people being like, give me the tip today, right? Yes, I will definitely, I'll try to get in a couple tips here before the end of my time. Um, <laughs> the great thing about uh, what I can offer and what my department brings is that um, I have been active for such a long time that now the big guys come to me and say, hey, can we get your feedback on stuff that's going on? So I'm very lucky to be involved with three different um, Facebook advisory panels where I help them evaluate some of the new mobile stuff coming out and the video creation and then the paid campaigns. So the great thing is that not only do I get to give them feedback about what works and what doesn't, but I get rolled out brand new products. And uh, so my, and, and they pretty much keep them almost free so that we can just kind of test market them. So my clients uh, get advantage of that. And the same thing actually for LinkedIn, I was just asked to join an advisory board for them a month ago because I kept calling them and saying, hey, you don't have this and you must get this. And so they said, all right, let's talk about it. Um, and then my my other one is for Adobe Spark, which is a great free creation oh, tool. For I love that thing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And I, I help test stuff for them as well. So it keeps me up to date, which is really good because as you were just saying, everything changes in the blink of an eye. Um, and it lets my customers just relax and know that someone's watching the gate mm -hmm. and, you know, they're going to get the new stuff and they don't have to worry about learning it. Okay. So, so give us all the, like the download, like what's coming out, like what's, can you talk about the stuff that you test or do you have to sort of, yeah, hush, hush? um, I can talk about some of it. Um, yeah. And, and one thing that people should really, really know is that video is King. Um, forget, don't ever post anything without a picture, but even if you're going to post a picture, take the extra time and post a video video gets like eight times more views than anything else. And Facebook finds it so important at this point that they've actually added a creator um, platform to mm -hmm. Facebook itself for businesses. So I just they found that the other day. Yeah, you just go right in and it kind of walks you through creating these videos and it absolutely works. That's that's the next thing coming for sure. So uh, and LinkedIn's following suit, or actually kind of LinkedIn sort of took the lead, but I noticed there's a lot more video content all across LinkedIn, which is uh, if you're not, yes. if you're in business and you're not on LinkedIn, you will not survive much longer. That's absolutely true. I mean, LinkedIn is, is the platform where more businesses get leads from than any other social platform out there. And the average person on LinkedIn makes more than 75K a year. So if you want some people to talk to that have marketing dollars, that's what they're living is on LinkedIn. Yeah, they can actually, they can sign the check, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, everybody wants to hire you, but you know. <laughs> yeah, right. getting paid is a whole different story. So, um, yep. okay. So let's say I'm new to this and, and I, I maybe don't have enough money to hire the social media guru. What are some, just some uh -huh. basic things that I can do to not drown and, and be irrelevant in, you know, three, three or four weeks? Yes, definitely. So, um, the first thing you're going to want to do on LinkedIn is not only create a personal profile, but create a business page. You really need that to legitimize your company. It also offers you analytics. So you can see who is looking at your stuff, like what job do they have? What businesses do they work in? So you can kind of help yourself find out who your target market is. Um, and please on, on LinkedIn, put up 
a professional um, photo. Yeah, it's not Facebook. <laughs> your dog you know don't put don't leave it blank um it is professional so that's the one thing i like to tell people and then start joining groups and join groups where your followers are or your i'm sorry your customers are so that you can start reaching them directly and then for facebook i would say again create that business page um even if you're a solopreneur set yourself up as a business on facebook so that people start to look at you that way it's not a hobby this is your business this is how you make a living yeah and Definitely start creating those graphics and or videos. If you don't want to start with a video, make sure that there is a picture that goes with everything that you put up because there's so much stuff that goes across people's feeds. You have to be able to catch them and that's the easiest way to do it. And I would kind of follow that over into Twitter as well. Make sure that there's always a graphic that goes with it. Um, Twitter is also a great place for video because unlike LinkedIn, which has kind of become saturated with video, um, there's a big market for it still on Twitter. And I just noticed uh, Instagram TV, which I've started to get into actually in the last two weeks, is really starting to take off. And uh, I'm not in the Instagram world other than just a viewer, more, most like more than anything else. But, uh-huh. but the the way that they can create the content and the animations and stuff, it it's catchy. So for the younger generations, yes. uh, uh, younger than me, that's the, a lot of them are living there. So that's going to be a, a an ex, you know a revenue stream that people need to think about. Yeah, and do your homework too, because I think people are surprised a lot as to who is actually using each one of the platforms. Because I kind of touched on LinkedIn, Twitter is actually the average users are thirty to forty nine year old women. And they make 50K a year or more. And I think most people are really surprised. A lot of people write off Twitter and say, oh, you know, it's just, it's become so political. And, you know, my customers aren't on there, but take a look at it. They probably are. So, and I know every, everyone knows that Facebook has skewed older, but um, 59% of those that are older than 50 years old use Facebook. So those are some great demographics that are hard to reach. So where can you find <laughs> those kinds of uh, uh, demographics that gives you the layout for each platform? Um, you can actually, you can just Google them. Um, there's a lot of great articles out there. Just when you look stuff up, make sure it is at least 2018 being written so that the stats are updated because as you know, the social world changes quickly. Um, but yeah, you can just go online and find all of that data very easily. Very neat. So uh, well, how do you feel about, i tell you what, if you turn the volume down on your computer a little bit, it'll stop feeding back. I know sometimes it does that because okay. of the Wi-Fi. If, um, how do you feel about paid campaigns versus uh, organic on any of the platforms, really? And then uh, the next thing I, I would think that goes along with that is what about the paid LinkedIn versus the regular free stuff? Like, is there benefit to it? Sure. So um, the biggest difference between paid on Facebook and LinkedIn is that LinkedIn is probably about three times more expensive. And that's because those are all primarily business to business and it just costs more to reach businesses than it does consumers. The problem with what's happening lately on Facebook especially is that organic is just throttled to about 1% of your followers. So if you're really excited and you've built your followers up and you have, you know, even 300 followers, which is a great number, mm-hmm. anytime you put something out there, they only allow about three to five people to see it. And then they just cut it off because they want you to do paid. So as a, as a foray into paid, go ahead and use the boost button. Um, and try to narrow it as much as you can. 
it'll give you an option to, to pick your targets. Um, beyond that, the great advantages when you do a paid campaign through a paid campaign manager, you have so many more options. You can target it for app downloads. You can target it for link clicks. You can target it for video views. So that's a real advantage of having someone who knows the actual paid software. Um, and then they did just revise the paid software on LinkedIn. It used to be very complicated. Um, it's a lot more looking like Facebook's platform, which is easier to decipher. Mm -hmm. Just be aware that you probably need to spend $30 a day plus to get your ad out on LinkedIn. Um, and you're talking about Sales Navigator uh, specifically, correct? Yes, it, it, they have all, it, they just redid it. And there's a bunch of different options, again, for what you want to target. If you want to target people to follow your page, or if you want them to have brand recognition, there's a lot of great choices now. Yeah. And, and very accurate. So I just actually signed up mm -hmm. for my free trial, which is cool because you get 30 days free, which is, is fun yep. to check out. And I just did that uh, two days ago and I am totally impressed with sales navigator. And I think that even though you pay $80 a month for the premium, mm -hmm. if you think about the quality of leads that you get and in the, I mean, you know, you can get one, two business deals and you've paid for that for the next couple of months already. So exactly. if you think about it like that, it's a pretty fair trade. I think. Yes, definitely. I think that businesses really need to take a step back and look at that because I think most people look at social like, oh, you know, I can just do it organically or, you know, I'll put $50 into a paid ad. But when you really look at advertising um, as a business, you should be spending 15% um, of your income in advertising to stay the same. If you want to grow, you need to bump that up to 20%. And those are the numbers in the advertising world that show that if you are spending that amount, you will likely grow at a more rapid pace. Yeah. So I think you need to take that into account. Well, and I think the other side too, and you know, I'm a huge subscriber to uh, Gary V and, and he lays it out there. It's like, even though you're spending 15 or 20%, you're getting a lot more than you used to because it's still yes. so cheap for, you know, it's not a $6,000 billboard that goes up for 30 days. It's, it's, you know, 50 right. bucks, a hundred bucks that reaches thousands and thousands of people that you can trace back to mm -hmm. an actual result, you know? Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. We, we, um, we had a restaurant, we have a restaurant chain in our portfolio and they're all kind of located next to each other. So like, for example, this last January, they were running a special, we ran, um, a big Facebook, Instagram campaign, um, and when I say big, we, we, we spent less than a thousand dollars and, um, we got 90,000 views within a 15 mile radius of the hotel of the uh, restaurants. Yeah. That's, uh, that's powerful. It's, uh, it is, uh, we, it is. We have, uh, increased with, with business radio X, we've increased our downloads substantially, like uh, over the last quarter by like over 10 million. And I always tell people, you know, these are intentional listeners. These are intentional viewers. Uh -huh. These are not just, I'm driving down the highway and I see your billboard and I forget it. It's, I, I was interested. Right. I wanted, I clicked it. I had to consume it. Um, and then I, I always try to remind people the power of being able to put that message directly to the consumer, uh, which is what you can do yes. with social on, on the one common denominator that the entire world just about has, which is their cell phone. Right. So how freaking yep. great that you can get your message right there in front of your face. Now, sometimes that becomes annoying to people. I get it. But, oh, yeah. but as a sure. business owner, when, when you want something, mm -hmm. you want to be top of mind because that's where they're going to go look. So 
Yeah, we can even do really great stuff. Like, let's say you are targeting dentists and there's a dental convention, you know, in downtown Chicago. We can target it so that it goes out within a one mile radius mm-hmm. of people who are visiting the area. That's so, uh, my favorite is the uh, the one where you walk into your doctor's office and you get the advertisement for the competing doctor's office down the road. <laughs> yeah, no, we we never do things like that. No, never. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, great invention, great invention. So, okay, so how many times should I be posting? So, because I know I, I need somebody to spend some time on this, but some people tell me I should post numerous times a day. Sometimes I should post once. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's once every other day. Some people maybe do too much a day. Like, what's the, what do I do? Right. So if you're going to just count on organic, you need to honestly be posting a lot. Because as I said, every time you put something up, only five, 10 people are going to see it. So that's a lot of work on your end and a lot to do. The paid campaigns are what really frees up your time. Um, We will post once a week, but that ad will be reaching people for the entire week, every minute of every day. It will be searching for just the right market, who's responding, who's hitting that click button to go through to your website. And it's searching out those people. We have AI software that finds people who are engaging and engages with them more and creates audiences that look like those who are engaging. And that's the power of doing the paid campaigns is that you don't have to worry about posting continually because your message is getting out continually. Yeah. So what about, uh, I don't know how to write a campaign or I don't know what to do uh, word wise. Like, am I just lost? Do I need to, do I have to spend time reading a book? Do I need to Google it? Like, how do I, how do I get there without maybe, you know, when I'm really on the tight budget? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're starting out, you know, really, you just kind of need to set aside time. And if you do have others on your team that are working for you, you know, set aside time to just sit down and do the basic marketing exercise, which is, who is my ideal customer? And when you think of ideal customer, think of the person who makes you the most money. You may have 50 people that constantly walk in your store, but maybe only one of those people are the ones who are actually buying your product. So think of who is buying your product and really narrow that down. Is it a man? Is it a woman? How old are they? How much money do they make? Do they have kids? Are they retired? And then once you get that like structure really clear in your head, then talk to that person. So when you're writing, write as if you're talking to that person and convincing them why you're an expert or why your product is best. And, uh, be personable, right? I mean, you have to get, you have to get past the screen at some point and you have to get past the persona of, uh, that everybody can, you know, give you because you're on social media. So you can just type whatever you want or be whoever you want. Right. And so I think you got to, you still have to get to that real relationship. Yeah, you do. And that's why people are on social. They are on there to create a relationship. You know, on LinkedIn, they're there a little bit more to network. But, you know, all the other platforms, they're looking for something unique and fun and an insight into who you are. So, you know, we recommend to people post when great stuff happens to people who work for you or when you get a new degree or when you threw a baby shower for somebody. Those all work very well on Facebook and Twitter because people like to know that about people they're doing business with. Very neat. So if, if, if I were you, if I were me and, and I am sort of lost in that world of, of halfway in between kind of knowing what's going on and what I'm doing and kind of not knowing what I'm doing, but yet still on mm-hmm. that, that entrepreneurial, uh, new business type budget, like, can I go clip a coupon out of the paper and, and find ways to save on this? Or am I just pretty much stuck at the liberty of whatever they're going to charge? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we actually, um, I just updated our uh, website a couple of days ago, um, specifically with your, your listeners in mind, because what we're, um, what we're offering right now is if you go to our website and you go to the contact page and fill out the form, we'll actually, I will schedule or one of my team will schedule a call with you and we'll live pull up your platforms and I will just start telling you easy changes that you can do to get results really fast. So it's kind of like a one-on-one -on -one class um, where I will actually analyze what are you doing now and how can you make it better? And it's free. It's free for you know the listeners that are on today. They can go to our site and fill that out. Well, that's very cool. Thank you for doing that. What is, yeah. what is the magic site? I'm writing it down too, so by the way. So the site is uh, for strategic and creative marketing. So it's S as in strategic, C as in creative. So it's scmarketinginc.com. That's awesome. So I'm going to take you up on that one. Because I think yeah, a, a second set of eyes is never a bad thing, especially when it's a 30,000 foot view of your your business, I think. Exactly. And sometimes you do get so caught up, you know, you just realize you're not, you're not talking, you, the, the impression you're making is not the one you're intending. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the famous thing that happens with a lot of the small to medium businesses, you end up working in the business instead of on the business and social is, I think, designed for you to work on the business more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Another good tip for people who are just starting out is create that blog page on your website. And I know it sounds overwhelming, but just start writing about stuff in your industry because that's something that people can search and it brings them to your site without them maybe knowing they might be a customer. But when they read things like that, they know you're an expert and they have a tendency to surf around your site and possibly convert that way. So you can take the time out. You know, what I tell my clients is that um, if you haven't hired somebody on Monday morning, you take the first hour and you post on as many sites as you can and just write something in your blog and then you're done for the week. Mm -hmm. It gives them a start. What about the, uh, I, I noticed on a lot of the websites now you find uh, the bots or the, the things that notify mm -hmm. the owners, uh, uh, you know, that somebody's on your site or somebody's looking at your page. Is there value in that or do you think that's more of a deterrent for some customers? No, there's, there's huge value in that because the, for example, like the pop-up boxes, as long as you have them programmed, so it's not consistent, um, it, it's good for the customer because they may see something free that you're giving away that they might be interested in. Mm -hmm. And it's really good for the website owner because it gives you a chance to actually collect data from your customer. So then you can start building your email list or your contact list. And that is like gold when you know that person's already been to your site and then you have their information to get back a hold of them, that should be your main goal with marketing is starting to build those lists. And uh, I think, again, it, it always adds to the human experience that has to come from that. There's nothing worse than talking to the robot the whole time, knowing that it's not another human on the other side, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and people should be careful of that if they're hiring companies to do that. Just really check them out and make sure that it's not, you know, a stilted answer. And it does have some semblance of that it could be someone with your company. Yeah. And, and you can tell the difference between AI people, just, just so you know, it's not, uh, yes. it's not as human as you think, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Weird, weird answers to the one word it picked out from what you typed. Right. Exactly. So, well, uh, we're getting to the end of our time here. I want to thank you for, uh, for joining me today. It's been very informative. I know, um, I'm in this world a little bit, but I, I think there's always something to learn and, 
it's mm-hmm. nice to uh, to be able to bounce some things off of, of uh, somebody in this in this realm to either a find out I'm so far off base I need to correct myself or b I was doing better than I thought right so either way it's a win win yeah. um, and I'm definitely going to take you up on the uh, scmarketing.inc for your uh, consultation and we can we can weed through mm-hmm. all kinds of of our stuff I got tons of it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Make sure the INC is before the dot com. So it's gotcha. scmarketinginc.com. Perfect. Okay, well, uh, stick around for a minute. Let me get us out of here and then I'll, I'll fill you in on how the rest of this goes. So uh, you guys can find great. us at Picola BRX on Facebook. You can find us at Picola Radio on Twitter, or you can find us on our website at businessradiox.com, or you can find us on our live stream at businessradiox.live. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Thank you.